So there's something each and every year that shows its ugly face right around now. Now, the thing about this is that it actually is happening all throughout the year, but it's right about now that it starts to come to a head and it gets a whole lot worse. And in this week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast, I'm going to tell you all about it. My name is Paul Castain from Castain Training Systems, and I'm the author of the YourSalesPlaybook.com blog and your host for the Sales Playbook Podcast. I've personally trained over 60,000 sales reps, sales leaders, and business owners to sell more. So get your playbooks ready, because school is now in session. This week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast is brought to you by our fourth quarter resource. You're not going to want to miss this. We're going to talk all about it at the end of the podcast. If you happen to be impatient like I am and you'd like to just have a look-see right now, visit YourSalesPlaybook.com slash finish strong. You guys know how I like to roll. I want to get right down to business. Now, today... I'm just going to lay it all on the table, and I'm going to tell you, we're taking a a turn to negative town, like they talked about in Wedding Crashes. We're going to talk about some negative shit today, but we need to have this tough conversation because what I'm going to lay out today, I am telling you, has taken out more salespeople, has robbed more salespeople of more money than really a lot of the other classic mistakes that people make. And I really think it's a bit of a silent killer. So I really want to get right down to it. I want to tell you what it is. Before we do it, stick out your pinky, man. We're making, we're making a pinky promise here. I don't care how it looks or what people say. You and me, we're doing a pinky promise. That when I tell you what it is, you hear me out. Because we're going to run some math together. And I flunk fucking math. And I was willing to do this. So if I was willing to do something that literally turns my stomach, brings me back to, you know, eighth grade trying to learn algebra and shit, which I hated, still hate it. I hate the mention of algebra. See, they're right there. If you're in front of me, say, wow, he had an angry look on his face. If I'm willing to do that, man, you got to hear me out because this will seriously help you if you're willing to make this change. You ready what it is? The thing that right about now, most sales reps begin to regret and it will only get worse. Worse. I almost, see, I said worse. I'm so pissed still. About, I, I am angry for you guys right now. It's how passionate I am about this stuff. But seriously, it's only going to get worse as you know we hit year end. And what it is, you ready for this? It's your belief system telling you that Fridays are useless for prospecting and meeting with, you know, potential clients and things like that. And to be more specific, it's your belief system telling you that Fridays should be for administrative things, kind of like a wind it the fuck down type of day, right? Look it up. That's a thing. I think it is anyway. But also, it's also your belief system 
telling you that Monday mornings before 1 p.m. are, you know, absolutely out of the question to be calling potential clients, you know, because they don't want calls and stuff coming that day. Now, I want to point out something to you. People thinking that Fridays are useless. You know, prospects don't want to hear from from salespeople on Fridays. They don't want to hear from them on Mondays or whatever. My response, well, I'm going to save the other thing that I was just about to say because I don't want to get all dramatic. Actually, no, I'm going to say, you know, my response to that is tough shit. Seriously, tough shit. Here's why. It's their fucking job. And I'm dead serious. It's their job. I'm not saying this is a license to be a dick or you tell them tough shit. Please, for God's sakes, don't do that. I'm in enough trouble with HR. But I'm just saying that I mean, it's, their, it's their job to entertain better ways of doing things. I mean, I own a business. And, you know, if I had employees that were blowing off other possibilities and not exploring things, I will promise you, they would not remain my employees wrong, you know, because it's a Friday. And, uh, you know, and my response would be, well, you know, if you want to dick off on Friday, no problem. Feel free to do it. Um, but I'm not paying you for Fridays then, you know, if, if that's what we're doing. But here's something else. I mean, and I was being dramatic and being, you know, intentionally dicky right there because I just wanted to get the point across. But really, there's something else that I'm dead serious about now, now that, you know, I played the asshole here. Um, you know, problems and challenges and opportunities and better ways of doing things and a need to increase top line you know um revenue and and you know bottom line expenses uh i'm no business major here but um last time i checked those needs don't occur tuesday through thursday they are pretty much 24 7 needs so i want you to keep that in mind but I want to, right now, just tell you how this is costing you, this belief system that Fridays are best for administrative activities. As of right now, today is, I believe, it's October 1st, which I had to double check because it just, doesn't that sound weird saying October 1st? Like, where the hell did this year go? Which is also part of my point here, how this sneaks up on you. But you're doing this every week, and this is now the beginning, because today's October 1st, of week 39. So let's do a little bit of math together. If you are putting one day a week toward administrative activities and missing out on the other, and I'm going to refer to them, and, and I'll, I'll do some splaining in a minute, game time activities right game time activities so if you're losing one day a week this is week 39 well congratulations because by my crazy fucking math that's 39 days that's substantial but i'm not done if also you've got that half day on monday because you know you can't call anybody before one o'clock heaven forbid i mean yeah that that's that's just you know, a crime against humanity that you would ever do such a fucking thing. On Monday, you should hang your fucking head right now if you do that. What kind of a lowly shit are you calling people before one o'clock? And you know what? I mean, I've been in enough office scenarios to observe other people 
I've coached enough people by now. And by way of complete confession, I've been this guy that I'm talking about. I mean, I can't tell you how many times. On Monday mornings, man, it was a slow roll. You get in, you take your time, you know, you kind of like, how was your weekend? And you're talking about shit and yeah, the crazy kids, you know, they went and they put butter in the fucking toaster and made a small fire and you know what I mean? Like all that, you know, standard shit. And yeah, you're losing time that way. Then you dick around with your emails and you're waking up and then you're talking to this person and then, you know, you you may be doing the TPS report or whatever. And, you know, it's just a slow roll. And, you know, it. I'm here to tell you it adds up because if you got 39 weeks of that, 39 times four hours because again that's that's a half day where i come from right i'm not really where i come from i put on a longer day than that but let's just say we're only doing the fucking minimum here eight hours that is 19.5 days you add them up together trashing a full day on friday a half a day on monday you ready for this 58.5 days right now that's that's like substantial and you never feel that by the way because it's it's four hours here it's a friday there and by the way there's so many different ways that we go about it with friday too because it's the extended lunch when you're in an office setting then it's the you know yeah i gotta go check on that account at three o'clock and you go in the hell home right i mean yeah and i've done that i have i hope none of my old bosses are listening because i've done it but i don't give a shit statute of limitations are up baby but what I want to point out to you is that right about now, you're not conscious of, you know, that and the loss of it because it was subtle. It's just almost like you ever like, you know, think about how much money you're pissing on things like where, where I come from, by the way, in New York, um, they have egg sandwiches. And I didn't realize that that was something that really, you know, when you get out of New York, um, especially out of what we call the tri-state area, a lot of places don't have egg sandwiches. And I know that because you know, they're looking at me like I asked for some, you know, Martian delicacy or some shit, you know, have an egg sandwich. But, uh, you know, you look at how much that or your Starbucks adds up. It doesn't feel like much, although Starbucks, it does, because pretty much I heard that now at the counter, they have a special station to sell off a fucking kidney to be able to pay for that, you know, cost a latte or whatever the hell it is, right? But, um, the deal is this, is that right about now you have 13 weeks left in the year, right? It's flying, <coughs> pardon me, <coughs> it's flying by. And I bet you wish, some of you, I mean, even if you're doing well, you, you I mean, how would you not want to have an extra 58 fucking days? I mean, seriously, I, I can't imagine anybody listening to saying, oh, is that all? I mean, two months, right? But I just want to point out something to you right now with 13 weeks left in the year some of you are trying like hell to get every drop of revenue in the bank and you're trying to qualify for president's club what if your boss came into you and say hey don't sweat it you have an extra 58.5 days hey man major fucking relief right there i gotta tell you i'd be pretty happy right how about uh you know, to qualify for your bonus. Hey, guess what? Surprise. Got an extra 58.5 days. 
You know, my response with that to that would be, God bless you. I'm renaming every one of my children after you. I don't give a shit what their gender is. I'll call every one of them Euripides or whatever your name is. I don't care. I'll do it. How about, uh, you know, extra time to, you know, win that contest or whatever? Or how about if you're competitive, like I am? You know, a little more time to rank a little higher on that leaderboard and finish the year that much stronger. And you know what? For the selfish pricks like me, how about like like a little extra time to make some money, right? Nothing. Is there anything wrong in that? Like, want to make some extra money? Like, how dare we, as capitalists, want to make some money? Because last time I checked, I you know, and I'm not shitting on this premise of charity, but I'm not charity. And I'm imagine <laughs> it's probably somebody listening right now. No, actually, I am a sales rep for a charity. So your argument does not stand, Paul. So maybe I should have picked something better. But um, for those of you under the gun right now, and I know that you know, and many of us has been have been there where you know we're just not performing at the level that we should be. Right? It happens. Right? Nothing to be ashamed of, especially if you're trying like hell to dig yourself out of that ditch. But if you're trying to save your job, what if your boss came in and said, hey, look, I I have good news for you. You have an extra 58.5 days to, uh, you know, hit these targets that we laid out in your your PIP, performance improvement plan, as it were. Um, So, but let's, let's talk about something. What 58.5 days is worth to you financially? I'm going to take a number, and I don't want to hear anybody saying, that's not what I make, I make more, and the other people are going to say less. I'm taking the number for illustrative purposes, okay? Let's say you make $100,000 a year. I want to point out to you, and I was very generous here and and actually conservative in you know just giving you just a nice round number it's actually more than this number that i'm going to give you that that 58.5 days is worth to you if you make 100 grand a year by the way let's just take this number and if you look at what that's worth it would be over 16,000 dollars so here's a question for you You might think, wow, he's just really being a dick about this Friday thing and this Monday thing. I'm really not, because some of you, it's the difference between pass and fail. I don't don't care who you are and how much money you make. $16,000 doesn't impact your family, because if you just don't give a shit about $16,000, I'm going to invite you to get back to your roots, and I'm dead serious, because 16 grand is a wonderful sum of money. I don't care how much money that you're making but uh just out of curiosity would you turn down a sixteen thousand dollar bonus from your boss like kind of hand you the check and you slide across listen you cheap fuck you know you obviously need the money more than me i mean come back to me with a real check you would grab that check you know you would and you probably do a combination between running and moonwalking the fuck out of that office before he or she changed their mind But uh, here's the other thing, and I want to get back to this, and I mentioned it before, because I'm going a little bit too much on my uh, pedestal and and soapbox here. I want to really get down to what this comes to, 
or what this comes down to. Um, game time. Remember I said that before. Game time is for playing the game. Playing the game, right, quote unquote, is where we make the money, where we get the results. It's not in the talking about the game or planning for the game. I always use the example, and here it is. It's Sunday, October 1st, by the way. Everybody in my house is watching uh, Red Zone, by the way. You need to know that. And uh, what if, you know, I go to hang out with my wife, and she is a big fan of the Bengals, just so you know. And uh, I'm hanging out there with Mrs. Uncle Paul, and we go to watch her favorite team, the Bengals, man. We're all snuggled up. We got our eats. I got my beer and no cigar because, like, you know, no cigars allowed in the house. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it, man. But, uh, and we go to watch the game. And there's no game being played. Now it's 15, 20 minutes into the game. They're not playing the game, but they're out there. And you know what they're doing? They're sitting around and they're watching game tape right? Watching game tape is important. Not during a fucking game, though, right? They're sitting there, and, you know, they're all taking a knee, getting a talking to from the coach, like, you know, like for half an hour of this shit. It's important. Not a half an hour during the fucking game, it isn't important. Then they're filling out paperwork for the health insurance and the comp plan and and this and that and, you know, whatever, endorsements or whatever, that's kind of important too. Not during game time. They're pissing and moaning about the game. Not during game time. It's not even important after game time. My point is, it's no different for you. Game time is for playing the game. It isn't for sitting there for eight hours updating your CRM and getting caught up in your quote unquote administrative activities. And, you know, I really don't want to go down this road of, uh, when are we supposed to do it this is what i'm going to tell you and again we made a pinky promise you got to hear me out on this because it's going to sound like wow he's sounding like a real dick a kind of guy that doesn't care about his family or his friends he's all about work 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 quite the opposite not only is it quite the opposite but i took great pleasure in bitching those people out on social media right and to tell you the truth i'm probably going to lose some fans by saying this it was a major and, and he's changed his ways by the way there was a period of time i was completely turned off by gary v just so you know i love the hell out of him i wrote an article uh, a blog post about him i still do i still think that guy is is the shit but there was a period of time i was like yeah i'm kind of done because he was just talking about this whole concept of working your face off, which I quoted and I love for a while. But this guy, it just seemed like what he was talking about was work, 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 hustle, 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 and really not that whole balance of family and friends. And I don't know, living your fucking life. So I just want to let you know, I am against, not him, but I am against the concept of this hustle uh, culture. A lot of people call it hustle porn, by the way. I, I'm against that. I really am. And and most of these people just come across incredibly douchey. You know, here it is. You know, it's the weekend. I'm, I'm working my ass off. What are you doing? I don't know. Like living and uh, like hanging out with my kids and shit. Important shit. You know, 
And and also, I'll tell you what, I'm also not being a dick like you're being right now. But uh, I, I despise that. So don't think for one moment I'm saying that. But I'm going to say this, that because game time, in my opinion, as much of it as humanly possible, has to be dedicated toward playing the game. What am I, what am I defining as playing the game? prospecting right so new and i call it the three drivers of sales success so new account acquisition retaining and wowing my clients and growing those things now you could argue and say yeah but the administrative things help those things they sure do but i make the most money i make the greatest amount of impact when i'm actually doing those things not doing activities that are supporting those things the activities to support those things to me are pre and post game that's my philosophy you don't have to buy into it i'm telling you you go the other way on this and you trash an entire fucking day on friday and half a day on monday that is substantial we talked about it in terms of time we talked about it in terms of money my theory is you know i can get up a little earlier in the morning you know it to me you know yeah i mean i as far as you know there's some days and even to this day that i'll prospect a little bit later in the day some people say and i'm one of them that yeah you can get a lot of decision makers at that time and everything i just don't want to do it every night where i'm calling after five o'clock or whatever because i have a life so what i do is usually except for like one night a week or whatever you know i'm stopping the outbound stuff by about four o'clock and then I'm working on some administrative things. I'm also doing administrative things first thing in the morning. The other thing that I do, it's called blending. You know, a lot of times we talk about work-life balance, and sometimes the balance just can't happen. It isn't practical for you. So what I recommend in those cases is a blending of activities. Yeah, ideally, you know, you would be relaxing, right? Ideally, when you're working, you're working. You could actually blend the two. So the way I did it, was I didn't do it every night, by the way, but some nights I would do my administrative, some of it, like about an hour of it during TV time. I would be, you know, sitting when everybody's watching TV and I would be working on the administrative things for about an hour. So I was there in the room. I was a part of it. I didn't feel like I was neglecting anyone or whatever. And I was still getting some things done. Um, the other thing that I've done and I've done it forever and it's it was especially especially important when the kids were younger um I would get up earlier on a Saturday and I would do some of my administrative things then um it got easier for me as you know you start having teens right and you know my kids are beyond that now they're all in their 20s but you know you'll find if you're a parent you know teens they're not getting up at the crack of dawn so you know they're not sitting there going daddy you know like why why are you always working right so i would work through the morning and do some of that administrative stuff but what happens is when you come in and you say what i'm saying people love to take an extreme argument and when you take an extreme turn this into an extreme argument it's you know there's no gray area and it's either this way or that way or whatever and they automatically turn what i'm saying into he's saying don't have a life i i don't think i fucking said that once i'm saying that first of all this is what you signed up for and what you signed up for 
is to play the game during game time. That is what is expected of you. That's what you should expect of yourself. And that's how you're going to maximize your results and your income, by the way. And it certainly can be done. So I just want to let you know that, you know, this obviously adds up, right? We just laid this out. And, you know, you could actually turn this around a little bit. And, you know, you can you can look at the fact that we've got 13 weeks left of 2023, which is really sad, right? But real and, and true. So if you look at 13 weeks and you change your belief system about Friday being a useless day, you know, now granted, we have here in the U.S., we've got Thanksgiving in there and, you know, we've got Christmas week in there, New Year's week. But I'd like to think with 13 weeks, you know what? I mean, all right, let's 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 take a couple of Fridays out for long weekends and holidays and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Ten more days. I don't know about you, but like 10 more days of doing anything is beautiful. Right. I love it. And even if you can't go and make the all star list for 2023, man, you're getting a nice jump in getting things in the pipeline for 2024. Right. Which is right around the corner. So you can certainly do that. And really, when you add in the Monday thing, you know, at least 15, 16, 17 days more that you can get out of this year and milk that. And most importantly, Like I said, at least another 15, 16, 17 days. You ready to play the game, okay? So, you know, my advice to you is to install this as a new habit because you're losing a lot more time than you realize. You're not sitting around thinking about this all year long. But again, my point is, wow, lo and behold, times 39 weeks. This shit is substantial both in time, money, and certainly lost time opportunity all right now guess what if you go and install this as a new habit next year between that friday and that monday thing you're gonna have 65 extra days of selling time i mean seriously for 65 days not to make an impact on your results you would literally have to call people and email people saying, hi, excuse me, um, could you go fuck yourself because my boss thinks I'm working and I want to pretend like I am. And if you actually buy something from me, it's going to be, um, you know, like work for me to do. So please go fuck yourself and don't buy anything from me. Really, that's what you would have to do to take 65 days of concentrated effort and not have it pay off in any way, shape or form. So before you go, I want to get into something very, very quickly. Um, I have a resource for you that I think the timing, and I hope the timing, is perfect for you. We're at the beginning of the quarter. Things are going to get more complicated as we start to go through the fourth quarter. We have a lot of holidays in there. Also, we have a mental checkout that's going to be happening right after Thanksgiving. A lot of the time here in the States, we notice a lot of people start with the call me back next year and everything. I have a fourth quarter resource and um, there's a lot of cool things that we cover, but there's four main areas. Session one, we're going to be talking about how to really get a decision maker's attention. That's pretty important all year round, but in the fourth quarter, wouldn't you like to get a decision maker's attention? Next, We're going to talk about multi-channel 
prospecting. And what I mean by that is not just relying on the phone or the or email or LinkedIn. It's how can you like use multiple channels but get them to work together so they're marching into battle in unison, right? In, as far as, you know, uh, sequences and, and things like that. Session three, maximizing account potential. Session four, expediting your deals. I think, and I'm going to say that again. I want that to sink in. Fourth quarter, hello, expediting your deals, like, you know, deal velocity, getting them across the finish line earlier. Don't make like that one isn't important. You know it is. So if you'd like to learn more, visit YourSalesPlaybook.com slash finish strong. With that, I'm Paul Castain from YourSalesPlaybook.com. I am wishing you an incredible week ahead. Go get them. The Sales Playbook Podcast is a Castain Training Systems production. Sign up for our free sales tips by visiting YourSalesPlaybook.com slash subscribe.